I just find it very intriguing that you can say the word or you you'll hear the word mansplaining quite a bit. Like mm-hmm. the media pushes it quite a bit, but you'll never hear the word womansplaining. Um, it's important to remember that being weak and being vulnerable are two different things. Yeah. So vulnerability is not weakness. There's this great quote that talks about masculinity, that it is emotional, it is honorable, it is greedy, and it is courageous, and it will most likely go unrecognized in your lifetime. But you will be remembered for it when you're gone. I have a question. What is the difference between a fan and a stan? Oh, okay. So explain, please, because I've I been seeing that term more and okay, more. Okay, I don't actually really know, like, scientifically or whatever. What do you mean scientifically? <laughs> that is not a scientific <laughs> issue. It's like it's like when you stan a group, you're like really, really like a super fan. I guess it means that you oh, so you, you buy the album. You so basically stream. a stan is a level up from a fan. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I just never knew. Oh, actually, where where do you think that that came from? I don't know. Because my assumption after you mentioned that is mm. perhaps it came from Eminem's song "Stan." Maybe. Do you know that song? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> a little pop culture section here where mm. "Stan" is actually a song by Eminem where it is about a fan who goes crazy about him, mm. writes to him all the time and whatnot, and then you hear it from the fan's perspective or from Stan's perspective. Whoop. And cool. because he doesn't get a response from Eminem because Eminem was very busy etc he actually ends up killing himself no that's dark no for real not just that he also kills his partner with him that's dark yep it's very dark anyway Vashti showed me mm. a TikTok I don't have TikTok I'm not a TikToker I don't have TikTok but Vashti showed me this TikTok about mm-hmm. this man who was saying there's this one song you build it up really well yeah <laughs> saying there's this one song if we just hear the first word and it's actually not even the first word it's the uh. first syllable Yep. If we hear the first syllable, so many people across generations from the age of 15 to even 90, 90 will know. Years old, yeah. We'll know what song it is. From this from the artists or even like movies mm-hmm. or whatever. It just you just hear the first syllable and you'll know. And if the first syllable goes, some <laughs> Now if you know that song and if you know who sang it, let please us know. let us know at overthinkpot underscore id. Overthinkpot underscore id. On Instagram and on Twitter. Some. <laughs> now, some people have actually requested. Some people. <laughs> have actually requested <laughs> the topic that we're about to discuss through mm-hmm. our social media channels. And that's why you should definitely follow us both on Twitter and on Instagram. That is exactly why. That is the only reason why. <laughs> no other reason why some people <laughs> would love to follow us. Sorry, I'm having way too much fun with this. Mm-hmm. Today's topic is toxic masculinity. <laughs> well, it is the idea of toxic masculinity. Mm. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We. Oh, you want to say something? No, you, you can say. Something. Of course I can because I'm the man and I'm going to mansplain you. <laughs> Sorry. What a way. To start? Mm-hmm. Well, we're both just holding our laughter at the moment. Anyway. You can mansplain this right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the interesting part, right? Uh-huh. The fact that I just find it very intriguing that you can say the word or you, you'll you hear the word mansplaining quite a bit. Like mm-hmm. the media pushes it quite a bit, but you'll never hear the word womansplaining. 
Honestly, mm. I don't think I've ever heard it in a serious context. Mm. I've never heard it in an interview, never heard it anywhere. Mm. And I don't know, what do you have to say about that then? As a woman. I think you're right. Because <laughs> I've never heard it. Exactly, right? Yeah. When Let me ask you, listeners. Mm. Have you ever heard the term womansplaining? And if you have... When? Yeah. And, and how often is it pushed as much as the phrase mansplaining? Mm-hmm. Because it seems as though mansplaining is the situation where a man, you know, talks down to a woman and et cetera. But it's not to say that, you know, the same situation ha- happens in when you reverse the genders as well. So, And so I believe that there are toxic people. There are definitely people who are... In both genders. Yeah, in both genders, yeah. for sure. But I, I think that there seems to be this strong push or this narrative that it's focused solely on toxic masculinity or the idea of toxic masculinity. Mm, mm-hmm. And can I just say as well that I'm so sick of hearing the word toxic. Mm. I'm so sick of it. We we use it too often, too easily yeah. for situations that aren't actually quote unquote, I don't know, but I'm not the toxic. person who made this, who made the word. So uh, you're going to, you're about to hear the word toxic a lot more in this episode because that's our topic. Should we just censor it? <laughs> <laughs> that phrase is not even a bad word, but it's just an annoying word. Apparently though, um, 83% of our followers who Answer responded to our poll on Instagram said that there is such a thing as toxic masculinity. Now, okay. we didn't really ask if they believe that there is toxic femininity, mm-hmm. but um, that's the case. Um, that's the result that we got on our Instagram, which is another reason why you should follow us on our social media account. Mm-hmm. Regarding your opinion about whether toxic masculinity or whether it exists or not, I agree with you in a sense that we need to see the bigger picture or like see the holistic view on quote unquote toxicity in both genders if we want to acknowledge one. Well, it's more that to me, it's more that masculinity masculinity in itself cannot be toxic. Yeah, I agree. It's not inherently toxic. I I definitely That's absurd to say that. And anyone who pushes for that is, I guess, absurd if I want to be consistent. The same way that femininity is not toxic. No. They're, they're traits. That's it. That's all they are. They're yeah. traits in people. And there are, there are women who have masculine traits. There are women who, there are men who have more feminine, feminine traits, traits as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to like prove your point, like in 2017, Pew Research, it's called Pew, but it's not by PewDiePie. Pew, 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 PewDiePie. Um, Can we try to get him on this podcast somehow? Maybe. Pew Research uh, Center. PewDiePie, I am a nine-year-old army Anyway, the 2017 research um, found that 53% Americans, this is in 2017, mm-hmm. uh, say that most people in our society look up to men who are manly or masculine and 56% say that this is a good thing, which means being masculine in itself, it's still seen as a good thing. It's not like necessarily, it can't be toxic in itself. Yeah. Now, what is a masculine trait? Um, what I found is that it's assertive, protectiveness, Rational, logical, independence, bias for action, competitiveness. Definitely competitiveness. Mm. I can definitely say I love competition, mm. love sports. But I also say protectiveness is really masculine in a sense. Like if you see in the workforce, there are like a lot more soldiers that are male, a mm. lot more yeah. firefighters that are male. Yeah. And in all honesty, I feel safer if I walk around at night, if I have a guy with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I me mean, walking myself with by myself at night. Well, I mean, wouldn't you feel safer with like compared to you walking alone at night? Then yeah. But yeah, but then but then if a dude is with me, I feel safer. And I guess that's like a masculine trait, hey. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not disagreeing. I, I agree. 
I guess what you're trying to say is masculinity in itself is not bad, right? No, definitely not. I mean, if you just like look at the traits that I mm. said just now, like they all sound great. They all sound great. Yeah, it's not bad at yeah. all. In all honesty, again, masculinity, I agree that masculinity cannot in itself be bad. Mm. There's no, I mean, it's, it's a trait. That's all it is. That's all they are. It's a combination of traits, right? It's a combination yep. of traits. And I would, I look up to individuals with these traits who are mm. very masculine and, you know, they have strength, they have courage, they have leadership, they're very assertive and et cetera. And no, I don't think there is an inherent issue with masculinity in itself. Yeah. However, the topic we're discussing as argued is toxic masculinity, right? Mm-hmm. Or the phrase toxic masculinity, the yeah. idea of toxic masculinity, yep. where it is an excess Yes, the term itself also said that it's an exaggerated mm-hmm. yeah. version of the masculine traits. But we need to be careful with that, though, mm. because what is exaggerated, right? Mm. Because it seems as though, based on the uh, based on the research that I did and the numerous sources that I found, be it from one view, I mean, one side of the view to the other side of the view, it seems as though, you know, for example, there'd be a kid who, there'd be an eight-year-old boy or whatever, he draws viol- violent things on on paper, Mm. That's what I used to do. I used to, I loved playing violent games so much. Mm. Mortal Kombat, Tekken, all that stuff. Who's your favorite character in Tekken? So I'm going to say Sub-Zero just because I love Mortal Kombat more. I know it doesn't answer the question properly. No, it really doesn't because okay. I okay. asked. All right, Tekken, I'm going to say King. Oh, okay. King and Eddie Cordo. I like Nina. Nah. She pretty. Nah, pretty ugly. No, no, <laughs> no she's, no, she's yeah, actually prettier than her sister, Anna. Oh, they're sisters? Yeah, they're sisters. I love, and they hate time, each other. And every time I think Anna... You mean Elsa? Elsa and Anna? Yeah, exactly. I just think Frozen, especially when you say sisters. But it's Nina. <laughs> She's my favorite. I always chose her since Tekken 1 up until uh, now. I started playing Tekken 3, I think, at my friend's house. But in any case, mm-hmm. King and Eddie Cordo. And with Mortal Kombat, it's Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Mm. But back to the topic at hand. Nina. <laughs> Some. Stop. <laughs> I, used, I love violent games. I love... A lot of guys also love Call of Duty and et cetera. It's very violent, right? You kill soldiers and all that. You say, for example, Mortal Kombat, you fight and there are fatalities. Yeah. Fatalities, which are so dope. It's so cool. But, you know, and then you draw that. And I used to draw stuff like that too when I was a kid. I used to oh, draw, really? oh, I used to draw these figures that I had admired, that I want to be more like, like I'd, I'd make my own superheroes and whatnot and supervillains. And, you know, sometimes they'd be a bit violent. Mm-hmm. And there are stories of teachers who pick up on this and they say, oh, something might be wrong with your child here. Mm. You know, he's drawing these things. These are pathological signs and whatnot. But then, no, that not really. It doesn't mean that the kid is going to be violent when he grows up, though. Mm. That doesn't mean that at all. It's just what he's like and what he's interested in for the time being. It does not mean that he will be a violent individual. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what I would say is there are definitely violent men. There are definitely bad men. They do all these bad things. Though I wouldn't say that's necessarily the majority of the population. The mm-hmm. same way that there are violent and there are bad women. Yeah, I was but about to not, say. But they are not the majority of the population. Yeah, I was about to say that we've been focusing a lot on men, but... And it's 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 dangerous, I guess, to pathologize masculinity in the sense that it's, make, it's making, to me, this idea that of bringing up toxic masculinity over and over again, as you would see in the media, it can be a bit confusing as a guy. Because mm-hmm. you, you'd be like, okay, I'm inherently this way. And by this way, I only mean like competitive, assertive, and et cetera. Yeah. But then they define, it's it's becoming more and more like defining what is too much is becoming so easy. You get what I'm trying to say? No. <laughs> again, again, again. Basically, someone's trying to be competitive mm-hmm. 
and they're not doing it to harm others or to oppress others or whatever, but they just want to do it because they enjoy being competitive because they enjoy winning. Right. Mm -hmm. Or they're trying to be assertive because, because sometimes you do these things, for example, someone who's very competitive and they want that job, that top position. Yeah. It's not so that they can oppress other people. It's that so they can have that position so that they can, Number one, probably provide for their family. Yeah. That's but also one thing. for as long as like a healthy competition. Yeah, exactly. It's just, mm -hmm. you want to do more. You want to do better. Yeah. I feel like everyone wants to do that though. Mm -hmm. So it's becoming a lot, it's becoming more apparent to me, or at least from the research that I've found that having normal masculine traits is for some reason categorized more and more as toxic masculine traits, which is confusing to me. Toxic to others, right? Yeah. But like, there's also like a, a view that toxic masculinity is also toxic for the for the guys as well, because one of our followers said that I asked what talk, what do you think toxic masculinity is? And his answer was that a man should conform to a certain standards and shall feel less than if he doesn't do so. Mm. And also BTS is sugar. <laughs> also just talked so you know, about this. Just so you know, every time I hear BTS, I think behind the scenes. Um, he also said that there is this culture where mas masculinity is defined by certain emotions char and characteristics, which we've discussed before, which uh -huh. is protectiveness and everything. Et um, but it doesn't take into account that people's conditions day by day vary. Like sometimes it's good days, sometimes they're bad days, but many people are pretending to be, many guys are pretending to be okay saying that they're not weak as if that that by saying that make you like a weak male. I'm confused with what you just said. Many pretend to be okay saying that they're not weak as if that would make you a weak person. People, uh, people won't say you're a weak person if your physical condition is not that good. It should be the same for a mental condition as well. It's the... Is it more along the lines of like, oh, boy shouldn't cry? And yeah. Mm, I, again, if you ask me... I am. <laughs> well, you didn't ask. Okay. What do you think about this? <laughs> I think when it comes to that, again, I'm a, I'm going to put my opinion on this right here and now. I think it's more about knowing the time and place to do so. Okay. I don't believe that you should be crying every single time you feel like it. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that if, yeah, I just don't believe you should be doing that. It's, it's not because crying in itself is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. Nobody's saying that. Nobody's arguing for that. Mm-hmm. I think what I'm more trying to say is that, like I said, there there's a time and place for everything and you should be quote unquote disciplined slash, slash responsible enough to know that. Mm -hmm. And most men, at least from what I know, from discussing with other individuals, it's not that they don't express their emotions. It's not that they don't share their feelings. Mm -hmm. They do. They just don't do it. We just don't do it with anyone. It's more you talk about these issues with someone that you trust. Okay. Yeah. It's more confined, so to speak. Mm, and I, I guess um, Jordan Peterson also said this actually, that um, the statement, a man cannot be weak. Um, it's important to remember that being weak and being vulnerable are two different things. Yeah. So vulnerability is not weakness. No. That's what he said. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's not that we want weaker men, so to speak, or anything. Again, it goes back to knowing whether the time and place to show to express your emotions and to show your concerns. And sometimes I forgot who who discussed this, but sometimes as a man, you sort of put that those emotions elsewhere when you know someone else is hurting. Mm. Honestly, honestly, I, honestly, I, I've done that before a bunch. Mm. And some, maybe that's the sense of protectiveness. Yeah, no, it is. It's like when someone else is hurting, I sometimes I do think that 
my emotions are, it's okay. I'll get by this anyway. And I'll share this eventually later on, but not mm, now. Okay. Not now. It's when I, when I feel as though someone else is not, and this isn't just me, but when you feel as though someone else is in a situation that's a bit less secure, not secure. How do I say this? A bit more fragile. Stable. Or whatever. Yeah. And I'm not talking money or anything. No, just in that moment, mm-hmm. if there's an individual who feel, who you can tell maybe something's wrong or whatever mm-hmm. you put, I, at least I put, you try to put sometimes your emotions to the side. Mm. and it's because it's like no I'll, I'll be okay i'll discuss this later on with someone else okay. uh, or i'll discuss it with this person once they've already let out their mm. emotions you know what i'm trying to say so it really is more about choosing when to express yourself and when not to because it's, it won't necessarily always be appropriate every mm. single time and just because you feel like doing something it does not mean you should do it mm. because again doing something whenever you feel like it is not maturity that is adolescence right <sighs> Is, isn't it? I mean, yeah, that's, that's right? actually a really good point. Yeah. And I'm not saying again, my stance on this whole toxic masculinity, toxic femininity thing is more just, there's this agenda more and more to push toxic, this idea of toxic masculinity forward. Mm. And I'm sort of exhausted with it because it seems more and more, the more we tread in that direction of mentioning this over and over, it seems as though more and more, it's not just toxic masculinity but it is moving towards the idea that masculinity in itself is, is toxic. toxic yeah mm. and that is troublesome because you still need masculine men mm, yeah i i definitely agree and again with that research that 56 percent of americans in 2017 yeah. say that it's a good thing to be masculine now i kind of want to move forward to and discuss toxic femininity mm-hmm. because do you have a problem with the mansplaining until now <laughs> No, I, I I think you, I think you're just explaining. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen. I just, mm, not even hilarious or mildly hilarious. I think it's infuriating. I can't say the word. Infuriating. That people can see one side and focus on one side only that mass there's toxic masculinity, but I almost never hear, never hear toxic femininity. Exactly. And I'm a girl and I'm saying this. Yeah. I, I find it so interesting, so intriguing. I'm not going to say funny because you're going to laugh. <laughs> I'm trying to put a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I find it so intriguing that when I was researching toxic masculinity on Google, I typed in toxic masculinity. Again, I, I'm i just going to put this out there. I'm so sick of hearing the word toxic. Mm. Our society has made it so easy to use the word toxic whenever you like, and it's kind of really annoying to hear. But sorry, we're going to mention this over and over again this episode. Yep. Back to the subject at hand. I would type in toxic masculinity and there would be articles, you know, you know, normal stuff in Google mm-hmm. and they would have Google snippets. Yep. They would have Google snippets and there would be snippets all filled with the phrase toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. What is toxic masculinity, et cetera, et cetera. But if you try this, you go to Google, you type in toxic femininity, mm-hmm. you will find, you know, as usual, articles with the phrase to- toxic, toxic femininity, femininity in it. Uh-huh. However, the interesting part is that when you look at the snippets where there are about five, not even one has the phrase toxic femininity in it. Mm. They either only have the phrase, the word femininity, or even I saw one where it had the phrase toxic masculinity. And if not, it was at the top. Mm. It was at the top too. So I find that so interesting. But then when I go to DuckDuckGo, which is a search engine I'm trying out, it's a private, it's more private. They don't track you. It's different from Google. Uh-huh. The results are completely different. It's more fair. Okay. And I guess this is what I found about Google when it comes to more political issues such as these. Uh, or social issues, you know, the results are different. But mm. it's just very intriguing, to say the least, to say to see that toxic femininity seems to be not put out there. Mm. 
I actually found an article on Google by Psychology Today. This person's actually the director of sex and gender lab at Cornell University. Mm-hmm. Um, so the definition is, according to this article, women definition of toxic femininity okay. is that women expressing stereotypically feminine traits such as passivity, empathy, sensuality, patience, tenderness, and receptivity, which results in individuals, which are the girls, ignoring mm-hmm. their mental, ignoring their mental or physical needs to sustain those around them. Mm. Toxic femininity is when one works to the benefit of others, but to detriment of themselves. It can appear as a form of depression, exhaustion, or wildly illogical solution to complex problems. Okay. Isn't that so? I am not even done yet. Okay. And then this article continues. Toxic femininity, if it exists, she wrote. If it exists. Interesting. Continue. This is a whole paragraph. Okay. Encourages a silent acceptance of violence and domination in order to survive. It's a thing women do to keep our value, which the patriarchy has told us is conditional upon our ability to bear violent domination. Dot, dot, dot. Now, this is, this is like, an exa- like a legit example of what you said. Toxic masculinity also makes women feel locked into a performance of their gender, gender bereft of the normal impulses we have towards independent sexual agency, anger, volume, blah, blah, blah. But it's interesting that this paragraph used the word toxic masculinity also makes women blah. Basically, it's saying that toxic masculinity exists in itself, whereas toxic femininity is a product of toxic toxic masculinity. masculinity. And even they said that that person said, if it exists, right? Yeah. Toxic femininity. If it exists, it's because of a product of toxic masculinity. Now, it's also interesting to note that I don't, I don't know if you guys are going to hate me for saying this, but toxic, we're sort of, we, I say we, because this is female, uh, we, (laughs) we're playing victim here, guys. Oh, she brought it up. (laughs) She brought it up. We're playing victim. Why would we, because we're saying that we're so gentle that we exhaust ourselves to accommodate to others. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, why would you do that? And well, there are people who do that. There are. But I get what you're trying to say is I, I also have the question more along the lines of. Is there no form of toxic femininity, according to this individual or anyone else, whereby it detriments others? Because it's a bit hypocritical to me, I would say, when yeah, you say toxic so. masculinity is detrimental to others and toxic femininity is not detrimental to others. Wouldn't it be that um, uh, this person can actually use their. Femininity. Femininity, yeah, mm-hmm. femininity to manipulate the emotions of others and manipulate others so that they, like it should be it should be the same, no? Yeah, it, it should, should be. be. It should like how men could be um toxic masculinity can be harmful to the men themselves and to others. Now, there's like this list of toxic femininity traits that this article lists. I'd like to hear this. A woman won't let herself eat anything but a salad while on a date. Every sweater in a woman's closet is thinner and frailer than any in man's possession. Having a lengthy, complicated nightly facial care routine is essential. If buying a gift for a woman, they reach for something soft, sweet, and non-threatening. I don't know. I just think for I, me, for me, it's weird. That, wait, wait, there. Mm, it's 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 like <laughs> personal choice. No, like yeah, yeah. I sometimes eat just soup, but sometimes I eat chicken wings, which we're gonna do at the yeah yeah. For sure. <laughs> but all in all. <laughs> I think these these issues 
or making them it, it seems as though we're pathology we're what's the word pathologizing we're we're making these like men look like they're bad guys well <laughs> masculine traits are well, well again the issue i'm i'm more concerned with is the fact that you say all these issues and then you you're leaning more and more towards just saying in general that masculinity in itself is a bad thing or femininity in itself becomes a bad thing right but for some reason the, the Wrong, how bad they are I didn't say it <laughs> yeah but but how bad they are or whatnot and what their actual effects are are different for some reason or that yeah it's just confusing to me in all honesty. it's confusing for me too but i i think in all honesty i lean more towards the fact that there are bad people yeah in in general in both genders yeah for sure jenners jenners <laughs> kylie and kylie and, and kendall i was gonna say cardi but i'm pretty sure <laughs> she's not in both genders, whether it's masculine, uh, male or female, whether it's because, you know, the masculine traits does not just exist in men. They don't. S- some female do have masculine traits. Yes. However, that said, they're definitely far more prominent, far more apparent Obviously. in the vast majority of men. Yep. The same way, you know, most women are more feminine, more feminine. for sure. Yeah. I'm definitely on the more feminine side. Yeah. And it's, it's a biological thing. It generally is. And mm. the confusing part becomes once you grow up as a woman or as a man and we're discussing whether or not something is masculine or something is feminine the issue becomes oh you're doing this and that's that's the form of toxic masculinity no it might not be it legit might just be masculinity it's it's just a boy growing up the same way it's a A girl girl growing up up. now there are some definitely bad actions that you should stop for sure not not saying i'm not saying at all that like everything that a guy does is right or that everything that a girl does is right definitely Mm mm-hmm but we really need to be careful because if we're going to go in this direction, it might be very confusing. It might yeah, be very confusing definitely. in the future because guys will grow up. If we're talking about toxic masculinity, especially I'm so sick of hearing that phrase, but if we're going to talk about that, you're going to grow up and then suddenly you, you're going to be very competitive. You're going to be very, you know, you want to protect and you want to do this. You want to do all that. And then suddenly people will say, no, 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 you got to be careful because that's what's, well, that's what has, you know, led to, the oppressing of women this whole time. Like there's this belief that all the way until now, men have been doing their absolute best to oppress women. Mm. I don't believe that. And it's like, you got to be careful because that could be a power grab. Oh, you got to be careful with that trait because that's you just trying to be oppressive. You got to be careful with that. But no, it really isn't. But And yet at the same time, people say, oh, you got to keep it real. Oh, you got to be yourself. Mm. So it becomes really confusing as a dude. They're like, wait, 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 wait. Can I do this or not? And it becomes so confusing. And it really doesn't, make for well in the end my question to you is do you still want masculine men me as a person yes definitely yeah because they you know again i feel safe yeah i feel taken care of and it's more just we need that yeah i I would say that and then um, if we can go back to our fatherlessness episode yeah it's important. A father figure is important. That right? is that is true. It's and our fifth episode in our podcast. Apparently, it's one that a lot of people really like yeah. as well. And, you know, when someone does not have a father figure growing up, uh, they're more likely to be rebellious, um, juvenile, Well, uh, it's more that, sent to prison and all that jazz. Yeah, the stats show that there are far more detrimental effects. And this is especially apparent. Well, it happens to both men and women. Mm-hmm. But again, the vast majority of people in jail are men. The vast majority of people who commit suicide are men. Mm, and yeah. you'll find out most of those people are people who didn't have or lacked a father figure. Mm-hmm. And really we should be talking about that more than anything. Mm-hmm. And based on 
the feedback that we got, we might actually talk about father figures again at some point. Mm. The growing issue now is more the fact that maybe some people don't have as many close friends as they used to. Um, and you know, that, that in itself is bad, right? Isolation is a horrible situation to be in because not only, not only do they use it as a tactic to torture you in, in, you know, they put you in, what do you call it? Isolation cells and mm-hmm. et cetera in jail when, in you, jails, yeah. when you've gone too far. Yeah. They put you in isolation for a long time and it drives you crazy. Mm-hmm. But Thomas Sowell, as well as the, the economist, he talks about how isolation on a grand scale, on a society scale where a society is isolated on like a difficult a place that is so difficult to reach, such as the mountains, they tend to not do as well economically. Mm. They don't tend to do as well. So it was interesting to see the link between isolation and mm. growing issues, growing concerns, right? Yeah. And I guess what I'm trying to say is that to put my perspective on it, I don't believe that masculinity is an issue. Yeah. I don't believe femininity is an issue. Mm. And if you want to believe in both toxic fem- femininity and toxic masculinity, then, you know, be consistent with that, mm-hmm. if anything. Yeah. And and I find it very interesting that toxic femininity, going back to what you discussed about the psychology paper, mm-hmm. was about something that is detrimental to themselves. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. That's whereas, what it says. whereas I would disagree with that and say that what, what I would argue is more dangerous is when you use your empathy and your like emotions, emotions and sort of to manipulate a situation mm. that should be, because that's when it's detrimental to others. Right. Yeah. Are you still going to call that toxic masculinity because it is not detrimental to yourself mm. and instead because it is detrimental to others? No, because mm. it still uses quote unquote, the same traits, the, those feminine traits you could say. Yeah. So if you want to believe in one, believe in the other, and it's a bit hypocritical to argue that one is detrimental to the self and the other is detrimental to others. And it isn't the same. They're both detrimental to both yeah i I agree i definitely agree when it comes to these issues i would argue that let's just let's just agree that there are bad people yeah that portray Mm -hmm. bad traits yeah that's it and i'm both genders and i'm so sick of the agenda that is pushing for the how do how do we say that is pushing for this concept of toxic masculinity to be more and more of a thing in the public space but in some cases sometimes people say that Oh, you know, there um, people and institutions are feminizing men. Mm. Mm. Now, how true that is, how false that is, I'm not here to claim. All mm. I'm saying is, we still need masculine men. I agree. You still need masculine men. You still need feminine women. Mm-hmm. So, I guess if we can conclude today's episode, is that if toxic masculinity is a thing means that toxic femininity is a thing as well. But I think in general, our views would conclude to that there are bad people in the world, regardless of their genders. If people say that your competitive drive is supposedly part of a tyrannical impulse Mm. or part of, or a manifestation of oppressive patriarchal society, that to do that inherently and immediately is honestly very concerning Mm. and we should not go in that direction. We really shouldn't because again, we are biological men and the same way that women, you go, you're a certain way, right? Yeah, Um, definitely. The issue with the semantics, the semantics and all this and mentioning this over and over again and pushing one over the other, especially and just really pushing this idea of toxic masculinity as opposed to just bad human behavior Mm. is that, that's actually a really good takeaway. 
is that, that human behavior? Yeah. Is that number one, it makes individuals confused. Uh-huh. And number two, will eventually push towards the line where it isn't toxic masculinity that is bad. It'll eventually be masculinity that is yeah. bad. And that is a problem. I a hundred percent agree with you on that. And um, if I may add to all the girls, let's not always play victim. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. I, I mean, men do that too. And I, I agree that we shouldn't always play victim. Again, offense is taken, not given. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We can go back to that. And if, again, like what Chachi said, if you want to believe in toxic masculinity, you have to believe in toxic femininity. But when saying that, please don't just believe that toxic femininity is detrimental just to yourself, but you can actually be a girl and be toxic to other people too. There's a great quote that talks about masculinity, that it is emotional, it is honorable, it is greedy, and it is courageous, and it will most likely go unrecognized in your lifetime. But you will be remembered for it when you're gone. That is a great quote. Who said it? You'll have to find out. People will have to find out. And let me know through Instagram. See if they can find out. But overall, that is today's episode. <laughs> this is a hard, hard topic to discuss. It was quite interesting. If you guys have any feedback or anything, please let us know. Mm-hmm. This is the OverthinkPod underscore ID. We'll probably discuss more topics along these lines as well in the future. Mm-hmm. But we really do like hearing from you guys and discuss with you guys through DMs, be it on Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you guys think. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Spotify, Apple, and, and a lot. And yeah, and everywhere you listen mm-hmm. to podcasts. If you want to listen to me continuously mansplaining, and if you want to listen to Vashi continuously womansplaining, mm-hmm. <laughs> keep listening to us. Don't mm-hmm. overthink it. Don't overthink it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you guys on the next one. On the next one. Bye. Peace out. Some. Some- <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>